0: Our reading this morning comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10, and I'm reading from verse 46. Mark, chapter 10, I'm reading from verse 46. Blind Bartimaeus receives his sight. Then they came to Jericho as Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, were leaving the city. A blind man, Bartimaeus that is, the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet. But he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped And said, call him. So they called to the blind man. Cheer up on your feet, he's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you, Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. Let's pray together. Father God, we thank you for your word and we pray that this morning that you might open our eyes just as you opened blind Bartimaeus's eyes to be able to see the things that you want us to see. To be able to see you more clearly. To be able to see other people and their needs more clearly. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'm calling this sermon this morning, uh, What a blind man saw. What a blind man saw. And of course you're probably sitting there thinking, well, he was blind so he didn't see anything well let's just see what a blind man saw Jesus was on his uh, way to Jericho they came to Jericho Um, I wonder what do we know about Jericho what do we know about Jericho anybody know anything about Jericho the walls came tumbling down we know a song about Jericho don't we and the walls coming tumbling down Yeah. anybody else anything about Jericho They grow a lot of fruit there. Okay, anything else? Sorry? There's an area near Berry called Jericho. I didn't know that. There you go. You all did, obviously. I didn't know. I'll have to go. It's not on the map. Okay, right. Anything else? It's situated below sea level. Below sea level. You see, actually... When we combine our knowledge, we know quite a bit about Jericho, don't we? Uh, It was also a place of victory and promise. So it was a place where battles had been won. It was a place of victory and promise. And it was going to be a place for victory and promise for Bartimaeus. But he didn't know that just at this moment in time. So what a blind man saw. Well, Bartimaeus (coughs) sees Jesus. Bartimaeus sees Jesus. As Jesus and his disciples together with a large crowd were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, that is son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. What do we know about Bartimaeus? What do we know about Bartimaeus? He was blind. That's right, Bartimaeus was blind. Son of Timaeus, yeah. Meaning honour. Okay. He was blind. Anything else we know about Bartimaeus? He was a beggar. Yeah. Yeah. You see, you know all this. You know all this. He, he was blind. Um, he was a son of Timaeus. And he was a beggar. Uh, that's what we know about Bartimaeus. And when he heard it was Jesus of Nazareth he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. What a blind man saw. What did Bartimaeus see? You see, although Bartimaeus was blind, he saw things that other people couldn't see. And uh, he saw who Jesus was. He sees Who Jesus is, the son of David, he cries out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. He sees someone who can rescue him. He sees someone who can do something about the situation that he finds himself in. He sees through the eyes of faith. He sees through the eyes of faith faith. Jesus in John's gospel, talking to Thomas who doubted the resurrection said, because you have seen me you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Bartimaeus had not seen and yet he had believed. Faith Tom Wright says in his his book about Mark faith is open to all. Often it is the unexpected people who seem to have it most strongly and faith consists not least in recognising who Jesus is and trusting that he has the power to rescue. Do you see why I say Bartimaeus sees Jesus? Because he sees who he is. He sees him as somebody who can help him. Somebody who can rescue him from his situation. When we were looking at uh, the uh, Beatitudes just a few weeks ago, we read that blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. But many people rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Many people rebuked him and told him to be quiet. The people who did that thought that Jesus was too busy to uh, notice Jesus. Perhaps they thought blind Bartimaeus, because he was a beggar, wasn't worthy of uh, of seeing Jesus. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet. In other words, they told him to shut up. To stop making a noise, to quieten down. I wonder whether you've ever been told to shut up. It's not a very nice thing, is it? That people say shut up. Uh, Susan and I went on a lovely, romantic uh, train journey in Betty. We didn't. We might have passed the place called Joshua for all for all I know. Maybe not. Okay, we didn't. Um, and uh, you know, lovely candlelit dinner. Uh, but there was a guy in the next, next like, alcove to us who really we just wanted to say, shut up. Because he was making so much noise. The whole uh, carriage could hear his conversation, every word he said. Uh, but nobody told him to shut up. We were all too polite. Uh, we didn't say anything. But these people, they told Bartimaeus to shut up. And maybe you've had that experience. Uh, Not because uh, you were speaking inappropriately, but because people didn't think you what you had to say was worth listening to. Shut up. And it's interesting, Bartimaeus, his response to that is that he shouts even more loudly. He's not going to be shut up. He's not going to allow people to prevent him shouting. And secondly... I want to think about what a blind man heard. What a blind man heard. Because Bartimaeus hears Jesus. Jesus stopped and called him. Notice that Jesus stops. Interesting, isn't it? That uh, Jesus stood still. That Jesus was willing to be interrupted he was willing to stop in his tracks he stopped what he was doing he stopped where he was going he stopped when he heard a cry for mercy it's interesting in the gospels to to read about the number of times when Jesus was actually interrupted, uh, very often um, the healing miracles and the things that Jesus did were actually interruptions. And sometimes, you know, we can be so busy doing church and and so geared up in in what we're doing um, that we don't notice opportunities for ministry. And Jesus was willing to be interrupted by a blind beggar who was crying for mercy. And it just made me think, I wonder how many opportunities we miss. How many cries for mercy we miss because we're we're so busy doing ministry. Jesus stops when he hears somebody crying out, for mercy and maybe you're here this morning and uh, you identify with that cry for mercy and you think no I'm not going to I'm not going to be shut up I'm not going to be I'm not going to be not heard and uh, the great thing is of course is that Jesus was God and God hears our cries for mercy and uh, when people tell you to shut up and to quiet them down you need to do exactly what blind Bartimaeus you need to shout even louder and sometimes we do need to shout just to be heard, don't we? And blind Bartimaeus shouts out. But blind Bartimaeus hears Jesus. So they call to the blind man, cheer up on your feet. It's interesting how the, the, the crowd, one minute they're telling him to shut up. And uh, the next minute they're saying, cheer up. Shut up, cheer up. Uh, on your feet. He's calling you. Blind Bartimaeus, hears Jesus calling him. He hears him calling him. He's calling you. Yesterday some of us went along to uh, the Life Church in Burnley and uh, we uh, witnessed the uh, commissioning of the Pays workers. Is it uh, 70, 80, 70? 70 Pays workers going out all over the country And it was wonderful to hear some of the stories of these young people who had heard Jesus calling them. And they had responded to that call, uh, hearing Jesus' call for them. And of course, uh, the Rosendale team were there with uh, Meredith and Simon, who I'm sure you'll meet at some stage, who have both responded to hearing that call. They too, like Bartimaeus, heard Jesus calling them and responded them. What a blind man heard. Well, Bartimaeus hears Jesus. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. Throwing his cloak aside. Throwing his cloak aside. Remember that Bartimaeus is a blind beggar. And... uh, His cloak wouldn't have just been used to keep him warm. Uh, If if you've passed any beggars, very often they'll put a little cloak out, hoping that people will put money in. So when he throws his cloak aside, um, it's quite a, a dramatic action, really, for him to do. Because this would have been one of very few possessions that he has. And he throws it aside, and it says, He jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. He jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. He hears the call and he jumps to his feet. And I wonder, when was the last time you jumped for Jesus? When was the last time you jumped for Jesus? I'm not talking about when we're doing one of our silly songs, because uh, we've got a great song about jumping, haven't we, for, for Jesus. Uh, but when was the last time that you actually jumped up out of your feet, out of your seat because you heard Jesus calling you, and maybe this morning, you know, Jesus is calling us to jump out of our seats to respond to that call. There's a comfortableness, isn't there, in sitting in the seat? You know, if I was to say now to say, you know, if I was to say, you know, Ross, come and join me in the front, she'd suddenly start to feel a bit uncomfortable because she'd be think, oh, well, what, what, what do you want me to do, Richard? Uh, quite happy in a seat same with everybody else I just picked on, on Ros because uh, it's caught my eye but you know what I mean everyone's happy in the seat but when we get out of our seats um, we're actually responding and this Bartimaeus he jumps when he hears Jesus calling him Bartimaeus hears Jesus and Jesus says what do you want me to do for you? what do you want me to do for you? and of course we're thinking well it's obvious isn't it? It's absolutely obvious, the guy's blind, it's obvious. But Jesus says, what do you want me to do for you? And there's a sense in which maybe Jesus is asking the same question today to us. What is it that you want Jesus to do for you? It's not as obvious, is it? It may be obvious to you, but it's not as obvious to everybody else. But I wonder, what is it that you want Jesus to do for you? How would you respond to that question? Just think about it for a moment. Is there an immediate thing that you, you're desperate for Jesus to do for you, like blind Bartimaeus? Or is there something that you've been longing for Jesus to do over weeks, months and years? What do you want me to do for you, Jesus asks. And I think that he keeps on asking that question. Well, what a blind man said. We've thought about what a blind man saw. we thought about what a blind man heard. But what about what a blind man said? Well, Bartimaeus tells Jesus. He tells Jesus. He could have asked for money. That's what most beggars do, isn't it? Uh, they're asking for money. But he doesn't ask for money. Uh, Jesus asked the same question uh, to James and John. Earlier on in the chapter, James and John were asked the same question and they asked for positions of power. What do you want me to do for you, he asked. And they replied, let one of us sit at your right and the other at your left in glory. They didn't ask for the right thing. In fact, Jesus goes on to say, you don't really know what you're asking for. But blind Bartimaeus knows exactly what he wants. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. I want to see. Go, says Jesus. Your faith has healed you. Immediately, he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. Your faith has healed you. It's interesting that, isn't it? Uh, Jesus says that this man's faith has been part of the healing process in his life. And we have to be careful when we read things like that, because it's dangerous to build a whole theology on what happens in one situation, because there are other situations when uh, when Jesus healed people Jesus healed another people, another blind person in Bethesda in Mark chapter 8 but he didn't heal him in exactly the same way they came to Bethesda and some people brought a blind man and begged Jesus to touch him he took the blind man by the hand and led him outside the village when he spat on the man's eyes and put his hands on him Jesus asked, do you see anything? he looked up and said, I see people they look like trees walking around once more Jesus put his hand on the man's eyes then his eyes were opened, his sight was restored, and he saw everything clearly. And Jesus sent him home, saying, don't even go into the village. I'll just show you that as an example. just just say that, that Jesus, he doesn't always heal people in the same way or in the t- same time frame. And sometimes, uh, sadly, the healing doesn't even seem to come. And so we need to be careful. It came in this situation, and, and praise God, and, and I'm sure Bartimaeus was... Uh, jumping, not just out of his out of his seat, but he was jumping for joy. Um, but we know of people who pray for healing, and uh, they pray and they pray and they pray, and the healing doesn't come. And uh, we need to be mindful of that, as well as the miracles that we see. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight, and he followed Jesus along the road. Bartimaeus sees Jesus and he follows him. Seeing, following. Bartimaeus can see. Seeing is believing, some people say, but for Bartimaeus uh believing was seeing. His believing came before his physical seeing because he saw who Jesus was and then he followed him. And it's only when we see who Jesus is that we can follow him. So I wonder this morning uh, whether we can see whether we can see Jesus whether we can see those people like blind Bartimaeus who are crying out for mercy. Sometimes if as you're getting older, and I think I'm getting to that stage now where I probably need to have my eyes sight tested. Because sometimes I look down at the words and I I have to kind of hold the Bible a a little bit away. I probably need, Susan keeps telling me, just get some glasses. (laughs) And then you'll be able to see clearly. Um, But I wonder how our eyesight is. And it's good sometimes to have your eyesight tested. But those eyes of faith also need to be tested. Blind Bartimaeus saw through the eyes of faith before he saw Through the physical eyesight. He saw Jesus. He recognised who he was. And he called out to him. And maybe this morning. There are people here. Whose eyes need to be opened. Who need to see Jesus. Seeing is believing. But believing is seeing. So. What a blind man said. Well he tells Jesus exactly what he wanted him to do for him, and that's something that you and I can do. We can we can tell we can we can speak to Jesus, and we can say, "This is what I want you to do." There's no guarantee that he will do it, as in the previous incident with uh, with John and uh, and and, um, and James. You know, if we ask for the wrong things, and um, there's no guarantee that Jesus is going to do it. But we can tell Jesus exactly what we want. So, what a blind man saw? Well, a blind man saw Jesus. What a blind man heard, the blind man heard Jesus' voice. And the blind man said, what he told Jesus is exactly what he wants. I hope this morning that you can see Jesus. I hope this morning that you've heard Jesus. And I hope this morning that you feel the confidence to be able to tell Jesus what it is that you want him to do for you.